You just gotta press a button for the intro. Uh, yeah, what it is, hopefully, is what it should be. It's your boys at Fantasy yo, In Session. Up, what up, what up, for what another up. great episode. Today is July 30th. The sun is shining. Football starts Thursday. All is good Ooh, in the I got world. Bro, everybody got some water. Keep yourself hydrated. Uh, my player partner, Javar, couldn't be here today, but my boy Los is just going to be me and him. So how you doing, Los? What you got going on? Bro, I'm good, man. You know, got got a little bit of the ice over here, bro. I just had that uh, try that new spot, juicy crab out, bro. You heard of that shit, bro? Yeah, it ain't really that new, but yeah, it's amazing. What? It's new to me. <laughs> that shit, fucking bang, nigga. Did you get yeah. the the all, the all juicy sauce, yeah, like all of them mixed all together? That shit. Yeah, I got that shit, yeah. hot, bro. That shit, it was yeah, like the best yeah. thing I ever had in my life. That shit is addictive, dog. That shit is addictive. Yeah, exactly, bro. It's my little, my little seven, my little seven year old like loves juicy crab. She wants to go juicy crab all the time. She don't understand that it's expensive as hell, yeah, yeah, they never fucking <laughs> like they never know that shit. They don't understand that part, bro. They just like, yeah. but bro, like that shit was fucking. That shit changed my life, bro. You definitely gotta go. It definitely has to be like a once a month thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. This definitely might be a tradition going forward from here, bro. Definitely. No plugs because they ain't paying us. All right, man. <laughs> let's get talking about what we all here for. Football. Hey, man. Thursday, bro. Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. The Falcons. That it's shit so is so wild, bro. It's finally here. It's here. How you feel about it, bro? How you feeling, bro? That was Bruh. my last weekend with no football. That's, you know, I'm I'm excited because my birthday is in August, like the last week of August. So that's usually like the draft weekend, like when I do uh-huh. all my redrafts. So like I love this month. Like this is my favorite month of the year. Like at first it was just because my birthday, but now it's like the official like fantasy starts because when redraft like draft begin, like it's time. You know what I mean? But uh, let's yeah. go ahead and get into some of this news, this breaking news that happened. Uh, well, not <laughs> breaking. well, this is breaking uh, whenever you're listening to it. Um, Mike Evans was carted off Bruh. the field today. <laughs> that boy Los was sick. I text Los yes, as soon as I found out. It was like two minutes fresh because I followed his beat writer on Tampa Bay. It was like two minutes fresh. I text you immediately and told you that. That shit was wild, bro. That shit, like, almost fucked up, like, the best seafood I ever had. Because you told me why I was at the damn restaurant, bro, eating the juice crab, bro. You said, hey, you said that shit, bro? And I swear, bro, I just looked at my phone for, like, two minutes, bro. And when I was like, what's wrong? I was just like, nothing. <laughs> but they say it was, uh, they say it was just body cramps. They say he was in a lot of pain, though. Man, but, I ain't uh, he- I'm, yeah, I'm scared uh, until the fucking report comes out. I'm just gonna. Yeah, I got, I gotta see because they they didn't say it was any body part. They said it was his whole body. So that was kind of like a. Oh. Whoa, what? Yeah, Wait. that was. They didn't say it was a body part. They said his. They didn't say he just got up and said he was his body was in pain, like a his lot of pain. Just in a cramp. Yeah, like a cramp. So. Yeah, I'm gonna say that's not good. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say he's def- we definitely gonna need to hear more about him. Um to keep on with the injury train, we uh got confirmation that AJ Green will miss some games, quote unquote. That's what the report is. So that's another uh top fifteen wide receiver going down. Another one bites the dust. Um let's see, do we have any other injury news on wide receivers? Well, I mean, let's let's t- let's sit on that for a little bit. Like, I mean, what does that you know? How does that affect you, like, looking at him this year? Well, I, well, you know, I traded A.J. Green to Boone. 
and uh, oh, secret. Yeah, yeah. I did AJ Green to Boone in secret for T.Y. Hilton, so that's actually making it look like a, I'm talking a hell about of a draft because I feel like I was high on him, like higher than a lot of other people <laughs> when it came to him this year in redraft, and I think you are too. So, like, I, mean, I mean, where did you where would you look at him now? Like now, I'm saying it's somebody, what about a month? Yeah, they say it's like one to four, like uh, like almost like a Julian Edelman last year. You know, I had drafted him and stashed him on my bench. I think I got him in like the six. So that's pretty much why I would take AJ like in the six. I'll take a shot on him in the six, stash him on my bench. I probably would take him like towards like the I'd probably get him in the seventh or eighth if I could, bro. Because I, I mean, I guess if he if if reports are you know looking good, but I just feel like oh, this man. might be one of them years, man. Like if you're starting the year off injured, bro, like that might just be one of them things that could linger, man. So. I don't have a good feeling about that shit either, man. So this that's two, man. We're gonna we're gonna hear about the news and shit when it comes out on them two receivers, but that's two huge hits, bro. Yeah. I have no stock in any of those guys. So I can't say the same. <laughs> uh Tyreek Hill, uh we all know he was carted off the field. I think it was Saturday, but um uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> reports are coming out saying he's all good uh he didn't need to teach anybody how to box or anything like that um, <laughs> um Derek hit that, that shit that shit was sicko mode uh, so. <laughs> i was just you teaching him how to box he, he said he want to be yeah yeah he said he want to be aquaman i said dog when has aquaman got i don't i don't man that's sick i don't even want to get at any What's time <laughs> That, that's sick, man. Uh, Derek Henry is reported is going to miss two weeks. Um, so they say he'll be ready for the beginning of uh, that's another one. Season. They say he'll be ready for the uh, week one, though. So, I mean, it's, it's better got, than who makes the line. I think, um, you know, you got Lewis out there, of course. So he'll be more valuable. Just, you know, speaking just because, I mean, this it very well may be more than what they're saying. So. If it were the case that he was missing games or anything, who would you look at in that backfield? Because you got Deion Lewis and you also got the Barnes kid, that rookie they just drafted this year. So, yeah, they say yeah. Barnes is doing good in uh in preseason. I mean, in at, at camp right now. But um, I don't want <clears throat> I don't I don't want any part of any part of that backfield. I don't really want any uh, Titan to be honest with you. Come on, um, if, if Derrick Henry uh, was injured or. Just period. No, like, like Derrick Henry being like um, hurt right now, as of right now. But I still don't. I don't even think I would draft Derrick Henry. Um, with the news of uh, Taiwan, I forget his name. Uh, but the starting Taylor. Le- yeah, Taiwan Taylor. The- no, not Taiwan Taylor. The starting left tackle for the um, no, that's the wide receiver. The starting left tackle oh, for yeah. the uh, Titans, yeah. uh, being out for the first four games. So yeah, that, that line is already that that's, that makes that line a lot shaky in my I eyes. Just, and, yeah, I just feel like. That, that was some shady going on there, too, bro. I might just sound like a paranoid because I'm an owner of all these guys, so I might just be a paranoid <laughs> fantasy owner. But this guy was in a boot for, like, a week before they said anything about the injury. So it's like, yeah. why did you wait that long to say what the fuck was going on? But, you know, my, my vapor like to keep a lot of stuff close to the vest. So that's what that's what I, I talked to a, <clears throat> a, a Titan fan. Uh, that's what that's what he told me. He said Mike Vrabel don't like to put a lot of the injuries out, so he said he wouldn't be surprised. So he said, uh, you know, they say two weeks, they say two weeks, but you know, it's only so long they can hide it because the preseason is going to last four weeks. So we'll see what happens week one. That's pretty dope that you we got a Titans insider. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Titans. Yeah, hey, um, too. <laughs> 
I think the only other injury news I got is Damian Williams has a sore hammy, so that he's been he's going to sit out for a couple practices. And they said Andrew Luck has a sore quad, so he's going to sit out for the next two practices. Um, they said there's nothing to be worried about for both of them, so I just wanted to report them. I had nothing really like in depth on them. Well, Until I mean, I, you can the concrete though. I mean, I don't know nothing concrete right now, but they say I mean, uh, people are jumping on the Carlos Hyde train. Uh, uh, I just, uh, that's what I said. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to say it. I didn't say the name wrong yet. I didn't say the name wrong yet. No, I ain't defensive, boy. I said that name right, definitely. Uh, nah, but yeah, I mean, because you already know people were talking him up already. Mm-hmm. Without uh, Damian Williams' injury, so him being injured. Like, well, reports of him being injured. You already know, boy. They coming out the Woolworths, right? Like, see? See? Told you. I'm not being If it... Turns out to be, uh, you know, a true injury that whoever you – like we always say, uh, whoever's in that backfield, whoever's got that opportunity in that backfield is going to be a beast, bro. Almost definitely. Um, it's still early, so we've got to wait on concrete evidence on that. Luckily now, all the players that's getting hurt is still early enough in the preseason to where, like, it's not going to affect them in, like, unless it's something major in the, like, regular season. You know what I'm saying? But as we yeah, get it's a bad time, to week bro. one – I mean, it's, you don't want nothing ling. You never want nothing lingering. But if I had a player that's going to miss like four weeks, I wanted to miss him now. You know what I'm saying? So he'll be there for week one. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> um, true. Uh, looking at it, I don't have any other injury news. I have some other like news news. Uh, Golden Tate uh, reported about Roto World football is almost no way he's going to win his appeal. You know, he put in an appeal for the four-week uh, suspension he got. He got suspended wow. for um, taking a performance enhancement, but I, I did some research on it. And it was saying it was a fertility drug. Uh, maybe, I don't know. His fertility? Life. Yeah, like, he, I guess he was taking, like, something for It had nothing to do with him, like, um, increasing his performance. So, yeah, I, so he, I, wanted to, he wanted to um, appeal it, but uh, these reports say that it's almost no way he's going to win it. So That's another weeks, team that's got to uh, – I didn't mean to cut you off, my fault. But that's another team that got a lot of injuries out there, man, at the wide receiver position. Mm-hmm. Got uh, Coleman, who's out for the year. That was kind of a slick little sleeper of mine, but I feel like this might be the biggest hit for him. Like, he might be done now. Yeah. Um, Sterling Shepard, what, well, he got a broken thumb? Mm-hmm. He's going to be out for some time, bro. So that, I mean, if you can get in- Evan Ingram in the, you know, uh, whatever you get him or whatever, he could be a nice, like, one of the, top three scoring tight ends to start the year off if everybody's injured out there. It's going to be kind of like his rookie year, if you remember. There was uh, we'll, get to, we'll get to we'll get to we get we about to get to the rookies. Yeah, I mean, we're going to get to the tight end this episode. Yeah, uh, we'll, let, we'll let them know how we feel about them. But, uh, yeah, man, all the, I, I posted on Twitter the other day, like, who the hell is catching the ball in New yeah. England? You know, yeah. <laughs> you know. So um, I don't know how you feel about it. A lot of people say this hurts Saquon. I feel like Saquon is like a next generation talent. So like he did it with nobody there last year. Like so, I feel like he'll do it with nobody there this year. I feel like he's still gonna have his big plays. The only thing that I think it might affect Saquon is like he's not gonna be in the red zone as much because I don't think that offense will be producing as much. But uh, I still think he'd give you those 60-yard pop plays, you know what I'm saying, for to the house. You just can't stop that. So I don't think I, – I, I still want Saquon 101, if you're asking me. Well, uh, 101, 102, 103, whatever. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I still I – still, I, still, I don't think it affects him to where you need to um, 
think about drafting Saquon if that's the play. Scoring, just scoring opportunity wise. Yeah. If they ain't got thing. no receivers, man, they ain't gonna be in a lot of like Saquon is great, man, but he can't do everything. Yeah, he can't do everything. He can't get him all the way to the red zone and score. Ain't like they got no man. fucking. But Evan Ingram, like you said, Evan Ingram could prove to be some uh, a, a big factor. But like we said, we'll get to him. So, so let's get off the Giants before we uh, ruin the rest of our segments. Um, <laughs> uh, what other news we got coming out of uh, Miami? Fitz, uh, Fitz Magic is looking Fitz like magic. he's going to be the starter down there. So, damn, damn. Rosen. Rosen, what the fuck? Bro, that dude is getting shitted on, bro. <laughs> like he probably. Man. Top ten pick. I thought he was going to win. I thought he was going to win the position. I'm not going to lie. I thought he was going to win. But I don't know. Maybe he's just not that good, bro. Like, he didn't look good out in Arizona. Granted, they had a horrible offense last year. And now he's in Miami. And he's fucking competing with Fitz and losing the damn job, bro. Like, shit, bro. He's well, going to win. But we know that. No, no, no. I mean, we all know Fitz can't. Well, shit. He did. He, go, yeah, he, he, he might not do a whole season worth of fizz magic. We know the magic might fizzle out. So maybe you know, we'll have another situation where uh Josh Rosen comes in the middle of the year like um Jameis Winston did last year. So you never they gotta know. See what they got in them, man. They have, yeah, they have to. They also, have to. Man, yeah. They gotta, yeah. Eventually the, the magic will run out, especially once they're not winning, because I don't think anybody predicts the Dolphins to be like a, a playoff bound team. So toward the end no. of the season, I definitely see them like putting them out there just to see what they got. But uh, before you go to the next one, bro, like, this does help. Like, I just want to provide analysts on, like, you know, the state of the offense if he's the quarterback, bro. Like, this mm-hmm. helps their skill players more than I think it helps Rosen, bro. Well, clearly, because he's winning in the camp, so he got to be doing Yeah, I'm something. talking about, like, the in terms of, like, the big plays and shit. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just feel like, yeah, like, the he's going to air that shit out more because he just don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, he's old, bro. Like, he already know, bro. He ain't in that much longer, bro. He's just out here having fun, bro. So they, he might throw a lot of picks and might fuck him up in real life, bro. But for fantasy, man, like if you remember last year, he was the number one quarterback at one time, bro. So for fantasy, this shit could be good, man. So which receiver do you want now? Not saying that. I mean, which receiver out of that Miami this, backfield do you want? I'm not yeah, backfield, but receiver court do you want? I just can't like quit on uh, Demonte Parker, bro, for some reason, bro. Like, exactly. Just the fact that he's the, you know, got that first round pedigree. Like he just had injury riddle seasons so far, man. And but if he could put together a full season, man, and have uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, especially to start the year out throwing to him, man, get that confidence up, man. Like I think he might have a, a great year, man. Not a great year. I think he might be have a sneaky good year this year, especially with Ryan Fitzpatrick. What low end wide receiver two? Yeah, definitely, bro. Like I mean, I've seen him. He's he's had them upside plays, man. Like last year, he had a over a hundred yard game. Mm-hmm. It was just one game out of the whole year. He just had a random ass game, but it just showed that he can do it, man. It went crazy. That I, I mean, I, now that they're gonna let the the reins off of him, a coach that doesn't hate him, I feel like they're gonna give him the ball. He is. The, I feel like he is the wide, uh, de facto wide receiver one out there. Yeah. Or uh, Kitty Stills too. But I mean, he'll get a bump too. I just he just I don't know. He don't have that upside to me, bro. He has the upside, just way too inconsistent, bro. So. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Let me see my other news. I got carry on uh, wayward son. I don't know this happened this weekend. Um, Theo Riddick was cut, so everybody went carry on crazy. Yes, <laughs> the, Bro, whole, jumped, the whole timeline went wild. He jumped six spots in my in my rankings, bro, because I kind of 
called this a while ago, like a month ago. I want I wanted to say that he, you know, he's got a great chance of being cut because they got like a there was like no um what do you call it? No cap hit or whatever for cutting them. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty much free money if they did it and like you see they got carry on Johnson back there, a cap uh running back more cap uh capable of getting them targets or whatever. So Finally so, happened, bro. So I gave him, bro, I bumped his targets up, man, and he jumped from 18 to 12 for me, bro. So just to, just to play devil's advocate, uh, we still know that Carryon Johnson, I just want people to temper their expectations uh, because you know his ADP is going to go like through the roof. Yeah, he can yeah. no longer, probably can't no longer get him in like the third, like the middle of the third, end of the fourth, you know, beginning of the fourth, like how he was going in some mocks previously. But uh, we all know that he's not going to be like the running back like, if you're expecting him to have 250 carries, 70 targets, like, that's not going to be him even with the Riddick not there. You know, I don't I don't think he's going to be that guy. I think, like, of course, his targets go up. He gets some of those targets. I think I gave him the targets that Theo Riddick had. Um, I split him up how I split him up. But I, I just want people to – I don't want people to think they're going out there getting that top five, top six uh, running back. I, still I don't think, think I just want him to get 250 touches, though. If he can get that, like 190 carries Total. and, and uh, 50 catches, mm-hmm. 60 catches, yeah. then I think he could be an RB1. But yeah, I don't think he has that But high. I think the only question now is just he got to stay healthy. That, I just don't think he has that high RB1 ceiling. Like maybe low end RB1. I don't think he has that high, like top six RB1 ceiling. I just don't because that's the way people were talking on Twitter. I don't know. Maybe that's just how I interpreted. Like people talent wise, crazy. I think he does. Talent wise, but I'm saying I don't think he's going to get the opportunity. Um, what's the coach? Yeah. It's slipping my mind right now. But he already said he's not going. They're not going to overdo. Uh, I don't think they're going to risk putting carry on. He already said he can't carry the workload. They still got C.J. Anderson out there. They'll probably bring in another running back before camp is over. Um, they got the boy. I forget his name. The white boy out there. Uh, I don't, but they, but that he's 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 still going to be like a committee. He's going to be like more. He's going to be the lead committee now, and he's probably going to be on the field on third down instead yeah. of Theo Riddick. That's and that I think that's pretty much all that's going to change. Yeah, I, Matt, I you talk about Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia, there you go. My bad. He's definitely trying to be like Bill Belichick still if he does mm-hmm. that shit and just have to deploy more than one back. But um, he, I mean, really, the only thing I think it affected was the targets. Yeah, that's all. That's, we that's all know targets are worth more than carries. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Targets, bro. If he if he jumps up twenty more targets, bro, that's fucking great for a back like him, bro. Definitely. I'm not. I wasn't. I was just playing devil's advocate. I'm. 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 Oh, yeah, I'm, on yeah, board, yeah. I'm on board to carry on Josh Chain. I just wanted people to like. I just. I don't know. Like when I read it on Twitter, I didn't want people to think like, "Holy shit, he could be like Melvin Gordon or something." Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, up yeah. in that, up in that, like tears. But you know, sure. I'm all on board to carry on. on the field for you to talk about comparing motherfuckers to him. This is very true. And speaking yeah. of the person that's not on the field, Zeke. Is also not in the field. He is in uh, Mexico chilling. <laughs> wow, the Dallas everybody Cowboys. bucket, bro. This thing a bell. I mean, it's it's really the NBA, if you ask me. But that's a topic for another kind of day. I mean, the NBA is out here getting money. Like the, the bench riders are out here getting uh, NFL contracts, and I feel like like these players know they're like they're getting their bodies ran into the dirt. Especially running backs, they're uh, a, a, a highly valuable position. But I feel like they're getting. Um, Damn, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't think of it right now. I learned it in uh, class, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but they get it. Um, you know oh. how like the, the value of the dollar goes down. 
Like the value of the running back went down for some reason, but they're still like a premier position on the field. And I feel like they know that and they know their body can only last so long because history has shown running backs just don't last long in the league. And so they're trying to get as much money as they can while they can. I feel them. But uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Oh, one, one more thing. That King I Drake shit, man. Oh, well, two more things. I was going <laughs> to Jordan Howard is dominating the touches in the preseason. Just a, a note. That was my note. We can talk about Keon Drake. We can talk about, I mean, just real quick, Jordan Howard, um, he's going, I don't know his ADP right now, but I'm pretty sure it's pretty late, bro. So I think he could be a sneaky little upside, or not upside player, like sneaky little value playback um, at the end of your drafts. Probably going to have a running back that might be starting at the beginning of the year. And if he's getting them 14, 15 touches um, in that late, of a pick, bro. That's that's pretty great value to have. Yep. Um. Yeah, bro. But yeah, that last piece, man. Keon Drake, bro. So they said, or Kalen Balaj, really is the name, bro. They said he was getting the first round uh reps at mm-hmm. practice, man. How do you feel about that? I also saw that he got a little banged up too, then. Yeah. I but, don't think, uh, I don't think too much of it, man. Uh, him for getting the first uh the first team reps or him getting him getting up? the first team like I don't like I think it's just they, think that much of they got in him man yeah you don't think that much of him but um yeah, because yeah he fucking sucked last year he was horrible I mean you never know with a new scheme uh running back can look like a whole new player um and uh that that could be what they're trying to see out of him right now they could just want to deploy Keon Drake they might try to make Keon Drake into one of those third down backs, you know, that's just a, a, like a, a de facto receiving back, you know, what if they feel like kid, Bro, that kid, strategy kid. might work. Yeah, that strategy might work if fucking Caleb Elijah was a good fucking runner, bro. He's like, he's big, he's fast, but he doesn't know how to read his box, bro. He literally went down on like 40 of his 46 touches of, on first contact last year, bro. Like he just he doesn't know how to read his blocks, bro. And if I mean, I guess if it's a scheme that can that caters to him more, then he, it might work. But he's not more talented than Keon Drake, bro. He should. No, be no, I don't, I don't think he's more talented than Keon Drake. But shit, yeah. the coaches see something. They see something how they want to work their offense. So we, we'll see, man. That'll be yeah. sicko mode. But I, I'm kind of no lie on board with it because we got a bet going on that the tape is very finished higher than Keon mm-hmm. Drake. And yeah. I still stand by that, so just this ain't gonna happen. Be sure you know. <laughs> right, but um, I think that's all the news I got. You got some more news you want to talk about? Uh, and that's it, man. That's it, man. That's it. So let's go ahead and get into this episode, then, Los. Uh, today we're gonna give y'all our consistency. Let me say that word one more time. Today we're gonna give y'all our consensus. Uh, top 12 tight ends. Uh, the best position in football, baby. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like now, now just, just to give the tight ends a positive word, I do feel like it's going to be a resurgent in tight ends as far as it's going to be more than just the big three that it was last year. That'll be um, fantasy, I guess, right. fantasy Fantasy relevant, yeah, I guess you know. So that's that's a, I guess, an upside about them. But um, without further ado, let us go ahead and get into our rankings. Um, so coming in at our consensus one, um, all three of us had them at number one. Uh, it is your boy Travis Kelsey. Um, yes, sir. 
one of the only tight ends last year to get like 20% of the targets on his team. Um, we all know that regression is coming with Patrick Mahomes. He's not going to throw 50 touchdowns again. But um, I don't think, especially with Tyreek Hill coming back, I don't think that's 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 going to like dig into the the fact where you um, you don't want Travis Kelsey as the number one tight end. I still think he gets double digit touchdowns. Um, last year he would he would have finished as a wide receiver nine in point five PPR leagues. So that is fucking ridiculous. Um, he finished as tight end, uh, top 12 tight end, 81% of the time. And he's just a fucking dominant. He's going to dominate the targets. So, uh, shit. I don't know if you got anything else about Travis Kelsey. Nope. Nope. Right. That one stat <laughs> you said about him ranking uh, as a top 10 receiver last year, bro. Like, that shit's all I need to hear. Yeah. Like, I usually don't like drafting tight ends that early, but. The fact that I'm, I'm getting a wide receiver pretty much at my tight end, like that kind of makes it a little more appealing getting that nigga in a second, bro. What um, where is his ADP right now? It is two oh seven. So Ooh. back of the second, mid mid middle of the second. So he's really falling a lot in a lot of mocks I was getting. I, I was seeing him go around like the one like one twelve two oh one. So you know. Yeah. I guess his ADP is slipping a little bit, but that's good because I'll take him right around like the yeah, two, the two, two three turn. Yeah, I'll take him right late second. Uh, so without further ado, let's go ahead and get to our number two. We got coming in at number two. All of us rank him the same. Uh, Zach Ertz. Uh, you want to go ahead and take this one, Lewis? Yep. So he has a um three uh, ADP of three oh nine. Um, last year he led the team and um, led only not only uh, the tight ends last year, but he had the most targets ever for a tight end last year. Yeah, so 100, um, 156 of them guys. Exactly. So I mean, he was just pretty much doing the same shit that uh, Kelsey was doing. Man, he would have ranked in the top ten in the receivers too. I want to say mm-hmm. um, top six tight end, 56.25 percent of the time. Top twelve at least, um, at least top twelve, 75 percent of the time. Um, a couple red flags though, because I mean he had a lot of targets last year. Yeah. But this year, man, you think they got Deshaun Jackson? Um, they got Miles Sanders now in the backfield, Jordan Howard, JJ Arcega, Whiteside, and plus whatever they had last year, bro. So if they're all healthy, man, like the targets might come down a little bit. And then you add the fact that uh he averaged um a target more with um Foles than Fitz. Like you seem like Foles targeted him a little bit more last year. Mm-hmm. So just a couple red flags that maybe I wouldn't take them. If I can't get Kelsey at in the second round, I don't think I would take Zach Ertz in the third. I might wait for one of them other tight ends. So, um, But if I can get him like in the fourth or fifth, I, you know, all day. But that's not going to happen. So I don't know about Ertz this year. Them red flags are a little alarming for me. <laughs> and oh, Go ahead. No, nah, no. Nah, I was just going to say, what about you? Oh, and uh, um, I think you, one of the red flags you miss is the emerging uh, Goddard. Yeah, you know I know about him. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if he misses any time, Goddard, um, you know, immediately becomes a tight end one, like a, a top six tight end. That I, that's what I feel the new des- uh, designation should be for like the top tight ends. You know, you got wide receiver one, but you do it as top twelve. Mm-hmm. I feel like tight end one should be top six, bro. Because yeah. <laughs> once you get past the six, bro, it's- we need to we need to take that. We need to take that. We need to take that and hashtag it or do something. Yeah, bro. Top six, tight end, tight end one. Start a new movement. All right. 
coming in at number three. All of us again have him at our consensus uh, three. Everybody across the board. Uh, we got George Kittle. Um, I got he went bonkers last year. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> he was the definition of what you would consider a breakout player. Um, he broke the tight end all time like yardage record. Like that's how crazy he went. Um, but I I want to like I guess like a I guess a red flag like you say most a red flag that I'll have on George Kittle is was he doing that because he like literally there was no other option you know what I'm saying in um in San Francisco he was literally getting thrown the ball to to a backup backup quarterback you know what I mean the backup backup quarterback was throwing him his ball so the backup backup quarterback's favorite target is going to be, you know, the tight end naturally because he uh, is closer to him, is reliable, and and if he's he's freakly freakish athlete, so you know that doesn't help either. So my my I put on my notes, uh, will he be Jimmy G's favorite target? So that's just something you want to worry about. Um, and we have the emerging uh, Dante Pettis. Everybody's on his uh, bandwagon. They say he's going to be uh, a breakout wide receiver this year. Uh, through weeks twelve through fifteen, uh, the breakout Pettis weeks where he averaged five targets a game. Kettle still out out um, targeting him, averaging nine point seven. So, I mean. People say you have to worry about Pettis, but at the same time, I think that uh, Kittle, uh, if if given the same target volume that that he was getting, uh, what, what was his name? Oh, uh, Kittle? No, no, not Kittle. The uh, the the backup backup quarterback. Yeah, M- Nate Mullins. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if he um, if he's if he getting the same targets value, so that just uh, shows. But like I said, you never know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I would. I just feel like where's that ADI? What that? I'm not ADI. What that ADP going at right now? Four one. Yeah, four one. I feel like he, George Kittle has like moving back into like the regular pack. He might be like he's closer to the regular pack of like the other tight ends than Zach Ertz and Travis Kelsey to me. So like I think the fourth round is just a little too high for me to draft him. But uh, I don't know, man. He he did have a uh, four games over a hundred yards. Six catches over 40 yards. That was the first, the uh, highest amount in the league. So he definitely has like, that upside, gigantic upside like Ertz and um, Kelsey. Uh-uh. But he's kind of in the same position as Ertz, in my opinion. Like, it's a lot more targets out there this year than they had last year. Yeah. And Mullins targeted him more than um, his games with Jimmy G. Granted, it was only a three-game sample size with Jimmy G. But he, I mean, he. Averaged like five more points with Mullins, and he uh, had way more targets, or not way more targets. He's average uh, target more, um, and with Mullins, so seems like them yeah. backup quarterbacks be favoring them tight ends a lot more than the starters. Man, the starters like to spread it around more, but That's it. but I still think he's the best receiver on that team, though. Oh, I think that might be a scratch now. Bro, six catches scratch. over forty yards, bro. Like that's wide receiver I'm, shit right there, bro. They got, they got Debo Samuel. You know, he's, he's, he's literally I, I would say he's the best route runner that came out of this um out of this draft class and we all seen what the best route runner that came out of the last draft the last draft class did uh calvin ridley went out for nine touchdowns uh had a top 15 wide receiver year um uh you know top 20, top 20 my bad but you know Wide receivers that run great routes, it's, it's hard to teach that. And so they automatically have a leg up once they get in the league. But uh, And we got the emerging Dante Pettis. Dante Pettis was coming into his own last year. And I feel like um, uh, a training camp with Jimmy G, uh, 
I feel like the sky's the limit for him, and they brought him in for a reason. And not to mention, they still have Jalen Hearns out there, another rookie they drafted. I haven't seen too much about him this offseason, but I'm pretty sure he's been coming along as the season progressed too. So I would say maybe Kittle starts off the year kind of strong, but I say like as the as the offense gets like oiled up, as the machine gets going toward the end of the year, um, I think he tails off because as we, as we also know, Kyle Shanahan has never really like featured a tight end in, in, in his offenses, you know? Yeah. So that's just another thing you want to be Except on. last year. I mean, but I feel like last year, like we said before, I feel like it was just because he had no choice, you know? Yeah, was hurt a lot last year, too, so that was his, his – and Pettis. Pettis was hurt a lot last year, so. Yeah, you might be on to something there. And at one point, he was playing with the number four running back on the roster, with, uh, Colonel Mustard. Yeah. Raheem, Mustard, Raheem Mustard, you know what I mean? That so it's just, crazy, like, I literally feel like George, George Kittle was the only thing there. Like, he had no choice. So that's just, I don't know. You know what I mean? That's just a, that's just a red flag for me. I wouldn't want to take him in the fourth round. I, th- I just don't want y'all to pay for last year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't don't pay for what he did last year because he, if you're looking for what he did last year, I don't think you're going to get that this year, in my yeah. opinion. Might be on some, bro. You can see. We'll see. Um, coming in at our consensus number four, I think this is the first time we differed. We got Elvin. I mean, uh, let me say that one more time. Damn, I fucked up a name. What number is that? Number two? Well, I knew it was coming, boy. Oh, man. Coming, bro. All right. So we got number four, Evan Ingram. Lowe said not got him at five. I got him at four. Javar has him at five. Uh, you want to talk about him? How you feel about Evan Ingram? Evan Ingram, man. So uh, he only played in nine games last year. Um, he had 60 targets in those games, 492 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, Average 10.2 points um, a game. And like mm-hmm. we were saying earlier, bro, like if they're missing all these receivers, he's about to get force-fed targets, man. So he's um, got an ADP of 601 right now. So you can get him pretty – uh, two rounds later than George Kittle, who we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. And he has that same athletic ability as him, and he's going to be featured probably more. He's going to be in that position that George Kittle was last year when they had nobody out there. So it's not going to be all year like that, but just to start the year off, having like four games with being the only guy out there, like mm-hmm. that 601 ADP sounds appealing to me. Yeah. Uh, over the, Like you said, he only played those 11 games, and over the last four – uh, with OBJ out, he was averaging five reception and 80 yards a game. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's just a little sample size of what's going to happen, like, you know what I'm saying, when he's literally, like Carlos said, the only person that's out there. I did um, do the numbers on that, too. Uh, so 13 games without OBJ, mm-hmm. um, seven, almost eight targets and 11 po- and a half points a game, and with, um, eight games with OBJ, six targets and eight points a game. So almost three points more without OBJ in the lineup. So he's might be due for a big year, bro. I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like um, the those monster tight end years come from the ones that have, uh, I would say, 90-plus targets. And like you said, his rookie year, he had 115 targets where he finished tight end number five. Um, and all the targets are depleted, so he's going to – I feel like he's going to get upwards to 100-plus uh, targets. I think I currently have him stated at like a 106. Mm-hmm. So – I feel like, and he that ADP is well. That ADP probably going to rise now that all these players are hurt. But if you can get him in the six, I was feel like now is the type around the time where it's it's no 
point of reaching for like uh like we said previously Zach Ert and George Kittle when you can get like Evan Ingram in the six. Yep, I agree. Um all right, so coming up to our consensus number five, we have OJ Howard. Lowe's had him at number four. I have him at number five. Javar has him at number seven. So Javar's pretty low on him. Yeah, Javar's pretty low on him. Are so, you having him at five? Yeah, I have him at five. He's in my top five. I like Evan, Evan Ingram moved up once I have um put the um the news with uh Golden Tate getting suspended for four games, so I adjusted my rankings and Evan Ingram because previously OJ Howard was number four. Um, but I got so OJ Howard, uh, 11.8 yards per game, I mean, per target in 2018, which was the second most of any uh tight end uh, who qualified, which over 40 targets. Um, he's a very, again, very athletic tight end. Um, but I feel like the offense has changed. He won't be like a main focus, how Dirk Carter like to focus on tight ends in the red zone. I don't feel like um, the Bruce Arian offense is geared toward the tight end as much as Dirk Carter was. Um, so that's another factor. Um, but with the Mike Evans news, Mike Evans news, depending on how it goes, that just happened recently. So we'll see how that goes. But I just feel like it's a lot of tar- it's a lot of mouths to feed out there in Tampa Bay, and I feel like he's just uh, at the bottom of the pecking the pecking order. But what is it? Is the ADP going right now? Five oh seven. Yeah, see, his ADP is going higher than Evan Ingram's too. So it's just yeah, uh, uh, just a. Counterpoint to to that Bruce Arians and tight ends like I he hasn't um, really targeted tight ends in the past or made him a focal part of his offense but he's never had a tight end like OJ Howard this dude like you mentioned then you mentioned that the twelve yards of target yeah led led the league in that um, he only played nine games but he got five touchdowns in them nine games top 80 percent of the time and top six fifty percent of the time so that's right up there with Travis Kelsey. Do you have the numbers with him and Cameron Bray on the field at the same time? Uh, yes. Uh, he out-targeted Cameron Bray 38 to 20 and outscored him 80 to 32 in seven games. So I mean, even with them both on the field, bro. Like I know that Jameis Winston in the past fought with uh Cameron Bray like that, man. But mm-hmm. I think that he just fucks with the tight ends in general. Whoever's the yeah. tight end, he's gonna fuck with, bro. Like. He likes tight ends, so if Cameron Bray's going to be in there, Cameron Bray's going to be nice. If they're both in there, OJ Howard's going to get more snaps, he's going to get more targets, and he's going to outscore them. Cause he's, I mean, he's just better than them, bro. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? But I think I'm, I'm, he's another in, one of them tight ends that had a lot of injuries, man. I think he got injured both years, so he has to put together a four-year, too. Yeah, he actually has to. Um, I feel like him and Jameis Winston are both on that same uh, – leg like you said they have to put a, a, a solid year together right now so mm-hmm. if it's going to be in the year i feel like this would be the year yes especially under the new offense so we'll see how that goes no um coming in at number six we got um hunter henry i got him at what do i have hunter henry at i have hunter henry at seven los has him at six and javar has him at four uh, what do I have on Hunter Henry? So on Hunter Henry, I have, we all know he missed last year, you know what I'm saying? Um, but this is a crazy stat. I looked it up. Um, 115 targets, 81 receptions, 1,057 yards, 12 touchdowns. That's fucking e-fucking-fishing. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you uh, ever thought, like, that's, 
that's the, the definition of efficient. Uh, a couple of red flags I have on him. Um, you know, he has to be healthy. That's uh, obviously the name, the number one one. But uh, there are a lot of targets out there in in San, uh, not San Francisco, in, in Los Angeles, the new Los Angeles. There's a lot of targets to see out there. You know what I'm saying? We, if we have Mike yeah. Mike Evans, Mike Williams out there catching touchdowns like we expect him to do, uh, the PPR God, Keenan Allen out there, uh, Melvin Gordon. You know, I I feel like eventually he'll be back. I just feel Man, like I hope so. Speaking of Melvin yeah. Gordon, real quick, bro. You know, uh, Boosie made a guest appearance. You want to say what up to him, real quick? Hey, what's up? What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? Yeah, yeah. Just talk about your boy in here and shit. Melvin um, Gordon, man. I know, bro. I How you know. feel about him, man? I'm, I'm not feeling good. I feel like he's gonna <laughs> probably be out, man. You know, so yeah. I'm yeah. thinking that, that would suck. Yeah, I mean, they said he's probably gonna sit out to mid season, right? Well, nah, I don't, oh, no, not yet. It's a possibility, but I, they said they said they just said they just said game. They just said a game. They said he it could go into the season, so that'd be great. And he well, did mention last year with um about that whole Le'Veon Bell shit that he would do the exact same shit. So yeah, we're gonna see if you really about that life. All right, Big H checking out. Yeah. Good podcasting, y'all. Man. Chill, chill. But yeah, but yeah, man, I, I'm. He like you said, he's efficient. He's been super efficient in the past, and he now he don't have Antonio Gates to deal with, man. Yeah. Um, and he, I think he got robbed. He probably, I feel like he was the kiddo last year until he got hurt. You know what I mean? Like he was that that tight end that was supposed to break into that elite tier. Because um, if you remember, they they um, Antonio Gates retired and he came back once Hunter Henry got hurt. So yeah, you know, like officially being you know retired again and. Hunter Henry having a uh, healthy year, he might get right, um, get pick up right where he left off at. Yeah, I, I could see it. You know, like uh, Philip Rivers loves the tight end, so um, I feel like the targets that he do receive are going to be very efficient targets, like you said. So, uh, where is the ADP going at right now? It is going at six oh five. Six or five, yeah. That's that's a that's about right. I would want to take a tight end at, especially. Uh, I would take a risk at uh, Hunter Henry around six or five. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I, I won't mind it right there. I would love to get him in the seventh, um, but that would be yeah. ideal. Yeah, depending on the tight end landscape, I would say. But I I, I don't mind streaming a tight end to be honest with you. Right. And I think as the the farther we go down this list, I think really after Hunter Henry, we are reaching like yeah, we the, have. The tight end streamers, to me, in my opinion, bro, we have reached the end. <laughs> yeah, like, like that was that was the end of the excitement. Now everybody is. I don't think you'll want to have him. You can't. I don't think any of none of the rest of these tight ends. I th- I don't think that you'll want to have in your lineup like every week going forward. Uh, but one can break out, you know. One maybe one, maybe one or two, but I don't think confidently right now, as of July thirtieth, you will want the the rest of these tight ends to go in. I don't know. We'll see how you feel about them. Coming in at number seven, we got Vance Dance, Vance McDonald from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Los have him at seven. I got him at six. Javar have him at 11. Uh, how you feel about Vance Dance this year? Bro, he has a spot on my team any day of the week just for that fucking stiff arm that he pulled off last year against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers where he literally put a nigga on IR. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I watched the game. I think it was Monday Night Football or Thursday Night Football. It was one of the Monday Yeah, night. I think it was Monday night. I want to say I Thursday or Monday. 
But yo, that was the one of the greatest stiff arms I've ever seen in my life, bro. Mm-hmm. You saw that nigga soul left. But yeah. Yeah. Um I just he don't want, that, I don't want that to be the only thing people remember though, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, but oh. he always had that uh always been like a breakout candidate, even if he, when he was back in uh, San Fran, man. Like he always was like kind of like a sleeper tight end. Injury concerns has been his only only thing. Um if he like a lot of these tight ends, it seems like a lot of these tight ends uh, been injured a lot. Mm-hmm. But it seems like the ones who stay healthy, man. Besides the top three, of course. But the ones who stay healthy, man, they they gonna get in that top top seven, eight tight end. So they can stay healthy, man. Top seven is definitely a possibility for them. Eleven uh, is scheduled for tight ends too. I might add. Yeah, I um I got let. Last year, uh, he had 73 targets that put him at 12th among all the tight ends. He finished, like, 10th uh, in tight ends last year. Um, I got, you know, how I said previously, the tight ends that reach 90 above targets are tight ends that, you know, usually produce dominant years. But I don't think Vance McDonald's will come, like, every week consistently. I feel like he'll have a big, big week here. You know, the next week he might disappoint you. But another, just another uh, thing to put out there is AB is now gone. And so that's 168 targets that are up for grabs. And I feel like Vance McDonald is entitled to some of those targets. Uh, I know we uh, feel that the other two wide receivers are going to go off, uh, Deontay Johnson and James Washington. But I do feel like Vance McDonald is entitled to some of those targets. And he could very well see a 20 target bump that'll put him in that 90 target threshold. So that's why I had him so high. Uh, uh, got anything else to say about nah, I think we covered it all. Um, well, all right. So coming up to our number. <laughs> well, who's the next average ass tight end we got to talk about? <laughs> Bear with us, man. We're going to make it through this episode. Uh, so coming up at number fucking eight is Austin Rise Up Hooper. <laughs> Uh, Lowe's had him at a number 11. I have him the highest at 8. Javar had him at 11 also with Lowe's. Um, quiet is kept. I feel like Austin Hooper finished top 6 last year. Uh, he finished number 6. It was one of the quietest top 6 finishers uh, like fantasy last year. And Lowe's just said himself that he feel like the tight, end, the tight end should be grouped into like 1 through 6. So in his range, he was a tight end 1 last year. Um yeah. He saw 88. He saw 88 targets. Um, he's only going. He's go, he's in an offense that, like I was previously mentioned, the dirt cutter offense where he focused on tight ends in the red zone, or he focused on tight ends. Like you know, what I'm saying tight ends are a part of the dirt cutter package, and so he can see a spike in those touchdowns. I think he had four last year. What if he has five and six? Because we all think that Calvin Ridley is not going to have nine touchdowns. So some of those touchdowns could easily go to Austin Hooper in the red zone. And I've been watching, like, because, you know, I'm a, a Falcon homer. So I watch a lot of uh, training camp videos, and they've been working on packages with Austin Hooper in the red zone. Um, That's a great stat, bro. I, uh, I was going to use that one. I which oh, I see you on your research, bro. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Uh, <laughs> Not my bad. That's uh, good, bro. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's attached to a great. He he attached to a great offense also, and um, that current ADP he got is going at ten oh four. So that is fucking amazing. You know what I'm saying? For like, if you in the streaming tight ends, like I'm in the streaming tight ends, I feel like uh, Austin Hooper is a great, I guess, dominant 
pause like tight end to have in your stream like you know what i'm saying if you have like austin hooper you can like sub him out with a maybe mark andrews or something like that you know what i'm saying just a every other week type type play i feel like that's a, a great i feel like austin hooper is a great tight end to target uh i don't know if you got anything else i don't know uh only thing i got um 1209 for his adp oh i don't know where i oh uh, i was looking on the football that's, but it could be better but yeah that's better, better. Okay, i'll take that one Let's let's go with that one. Everybody, all the listeners, listen to it. Draft them at twelve oh nine. So like my the players don't take them. Sleeper before. alert! Sleeper alert! Because <laughs> I, I want Austin Hooper. Yeah, bro. If you notice, I traded for him in our dynasty league, man. I think he's like a perfect bridge tight end because he's coming up. He had the uh, only thing I would add is he had the highest catch rate last year, eighty two point six percent. Yeah, so he's throwing. He catching pretty much everything thrown his way, man. So if he can get more touchdowns this year, and he's been one of the few tight ends that can stay healthy, I think yep. he played. He played all sixteen last year. So if he can put together another uh, healthy season and um, his positive regression, um, positive regression for touchdowns hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he and, definitely. And he uh, had that top six. last year. He could. He could. He, he could. He's on that threshold. Like I said before, the, the tight ends that reached those ninety targets. Those are the tight ends that produce. So um, his name just born. That's what it is. That is, and he's on the offense that has like superstars. So he's like literally the bottom of the totem pole. But that doesn't mean, like you said, uh, that dirt cutter offense. They like tight ends in the red zone. So uh, he's a sneaky pick. Yeah, I wouldn't be great. surprised if he finished top five. Tough, 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 tough. <laughs> you to make that a drop. Um, all right, coming in at number, what we at nine? Uh, coming, yep. in, coming in at number nine, we got. Let me wash my tongue out first. But from the eight, Jared Cook. Uh, Lowe's got him at eight. I got him at ten, and Javar has him at nine. How you feel about Jared Cook this year, Lowe's? Um, so he's going from the Raiders to the Aints. Um, remember last year they, especially after they traded away Mark Cooper, he was literally the only guy out there. Mm-hmm. So he saw a lot of volume last year. Um, had 99 targets, 896 yards, and six touchdowns. Um, and he was the fifth tight end last year. But like we said, he's moving to a new team, and this new team has a guy named Michael Thomas. Yep. So that volume shit that he was relying on last year, that's not going to be the case this year. I do think he'll be more efficient. Um, he might match them touchdowns or get a little bit more touchdowns, maybe one or two more. I'm not sure what I have him down as. But I think he'll at least repeat that, um, Mark. But in terms of volume, man, it's, he, it's not going to be there this year for him. Yeah, definitely. I do feel like he is probably the de facto um, second option on the, like, I guess, as a receiver for uh, Drew Brees, though. So that's, well, that's- I would say – Third behind Kamara. I mean, besides, I was I said receiver, so I mean, like, well, well, I mean, well, I have, a, I actually have a crazy stat about that. Well, yeah. So over the last three years, there hasn't been a, a running back tight end duo to top over 195 targets together, and uh, we all know Kamara is going to have 100 plus like smooth targets. So yep. that just puts a, a cap on, I guess, how high the ceiling, yeah. yeah how high uh, Jared Cook can go, but uh, he could very well still reach that 90, um, the 90 target threshold. I don't think he like um, is much of a locked in as the rest of the uh, tight ends that we mentioned before. So that's probably why I have him as low as I do. Um, 
And I feel like just a positive about him, though, I think you mentioned it before, uh, the opportunity might not be there as much as it was in the, uh, Oakland, but Drew is literally Mr. Accurate. So yeah, the, broke the, the accuracy target, record twice yeah. in a row. Exactly. So the targets that he do receive are going to be like efficient. Like, so, you know, he'll be catching them. So I think you said it before, like the, t- the touchdowns could very well like still like stay at that median or they could like go up one or two. So, I mean, he's not a bad play, but like we said before, we literally in the, the the streaming, like, tight ends right now. Like, you shouldn't count on any of these guys to be in your <laughs> uh, yeah. um, roster, like, week to week. Uh, you got anything else on Jared Cook? Nope. All right. Well, without further ado, let's get into number 10. Uh, we got Eric the Dinosaur Ebron. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lowe's got a match. Rex. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Lowe's got a match. Fucking ten. Game sounds <laughs> so excited to talk about these titans. <laughs> Lowe's got him at ten. Uh, I got him at fifteen. Javar got him at six. Javar. Well, of course, Javar got him. Javar's so biased, dog. If, if listen, listeners, if you are listening to this and you're listening to our rankings, and if you see like me and Lowe's have like a player like at a certain like level, and Javar have him like crazy high, that's usually because Javar <laughs> has that player team as somewhere hey. in dynasty or in a league near you javar has him on his team near you. like don't don't doubt it and so of course a chance to defend himself though for or for that phrase yeah. as ranking well so he's here but uh go ahead and tell him how you feel about uh eric ebron oh, yeah you know eric ebron had a great year last year it's mainly because of the touchdowns he had 13 touchdowns um that's mm-hmm. easily the first in the league last year uh, well, uh, Kelsey wasn't far behind him, but he was first in the league last year. Um, top six tight end, fifty percent, uh, fifty percent of the time. Top twelve, sixty-eight percent of the time. Um, but the thing is, last year he got the benefit from Doyle having an injury ridicule year all year, pretty much. Um, injury riddle. An injury riddle. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Injury really. I thought I knew I said it wrong right when I said it, bro, and I was gonna keep going. And but yeah, anyway. Um we had an injury riddle year. Uh, so let me uh list some of these games uh, with and without Doyle. So without Doyle on the lineup, eight point three targets and listen to these snap percentages. 88, 83, 71, 71, 76, 67. That's without that's without Doyle. Okay. With Doyle, old Doyle, mm-hmm. uh, 3.6 targets, snap percentages, 45, 28, 22, 38, 40. Mm-hmm. It's clear as day when that when Doyle and Ebron is healthy, that Doyle is going to be on the field more. Yep. And it's because old Doyle rules. <laughs> And the only reason I don't have Doyle higher right now is because he's coming back from an injury. And as soon as they give me the green light that uh, Jack Doyle will be there week one, you bet your mama's sweet ass. Uh, he practiced in full. No, no. When? Today? He won a training camp. He practiced in full. No, no, no. I don't think, no. I got he, the report, bro. Like, he oh. practiced in full. No, because we just had to. We just had, oh, we might have to look it up. Because I could have sworn we just had an argument in the group that he was recovering from like a some some certain not like like that was before training cap though I think oh, oh Javar devilish ass he gonna send that shit making me think that it was recent 
<laughs> oh yeah, well shit. Um, recent yes. news: Jack Doyle practices it in full on day one. This was five days ago. Oh sweet, yeah. So bet your mama sweet ass. My uh, my rankings need to be judged now, and Jack Doyle will be where Eric Ebron is, and Eric Ebron will not be fantasy relevant this year. I don't think he's, unless he's, unless unless. Devin Funches, who is also going to eat into Eric Ebron's touchdowns, which made Eric Ebron so like um, relevant last year. So that's another thing they brought somebody else in to eat at his um, touchdowns in the red zones. Uh, we, he's not like a target monster. So and they brought in uh, Paris Campbell, and we already know Ty is going to be there. And I still feel like um, a second year. Naheem Hines is going to produce. He's going to see more of those targets. And I just feel like Eric Ebron had an outlier year. He had a great year. He made the most of his opportunity when Jack Doyle wasn't on the field, like you said. And when Jack Doyle is back, he's he's back to being the Eric Ebron who is just there. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, man. He yeah, might get you a candidate for the biggest bust of the year this year. You definitely do not invest all the. Where's his ADP at? Seven oh one. So that ain't yeah. too high. Uh, but I don't want him at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I, yeah, I'm not in on Eric Ebron this year, just for that reason. If Doyle gets hurt again for the year, I'll be on him. But nah, not with him practicing in full already. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know he was practicing in full. Yep. Learn something new every day. But uh, so let's go ahead and get to our number. What's this? 11? Number eleven, David and Joku. Lowe's has them at nine. I have them at nine, and Jafar have them at thirteen. Um, I have David and Joku. Uh, I'm still looking for that monster year. You know, that monster year that was supposed to be last year. I'm still looking for that. Um, I don't think it's coming, especially now with the new OBJ signing. I feel like he got moved to the um. The bottom of the pecking order, I feel like uh, he was affected. I think I might have mentioned it before in the episode where I feel like Ob, um, David and Joku might be the the most affected by the OBJ whole signing. You know, yeah. he's. I feel like he's now essentially touchdown or bust. You know what I'm saying? He might get you a touch. If he don't get you a touchdown in the game, then I don't feel like he's gonna be like relevant at all because I feel like all the targets are going to be dominated by the wide receivers or they're going to be running the ball a lot. So he might get a lot of those red zone targets, but you know, I feel like that's that's pretty much what you're banking on when you um looking for David and Joku. So I feel like that he's more of a matchup player, a streamer matchup, matchup tight end. He's he he missed his chance, you know? Yeah. I mean, I kinda agree with that, but um, you know, they they, they do say tight ends um, historically take a little while to really break out. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I still believe in the talent, but you're right about the situation this year. Like, it is a lot more mouths to feed now out there, so and he, really, it's only one more mouth to feed, but it's, he's kind of like two people. Is that good, OBJ? Mm-hmm. So, they got mouths to feed. More, more mouths to feed out there now, bro. So, um, he's just another one of those streaming tight ends. People going, somebody might jump for him. He has a tight end. I mean, he has an ADP of 807. Somebody might take him a little higher than that just based off his name. I still think he has, like, a high-value name. You know how some people are just valuable just because of their name. Mm-hmm. But um, I still think he's one of that more athletic tight ends in the league, but uh, he just hasn't put it together yet. He's more like – I look at him more like a dynasty player than a um, targeting redraft. Yeah, 
Definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. If you want to wait on that breakout, I'm done waiting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll wait a little longer. I don't know if you got anything else to say about it. I'm, I don't have anything else. Just to say about real it. quick, fucking. Um, he had four touchdowns. I noticed a weird stat when I was looking at uh, researching that. But it was like nine tight ends that tied for um, seventh in what having four touchdowns. Mm. Like Brad, that's like the baseline for tight ends. It seems like just get your little four touchdowns and 400 yards, bro, and call it a year. That's sad. <laughs> <Thanks for coming>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've gone run now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so last but not least, uh, coming in at number 12, I think it might be surprising to the listeners. Um, Delaney Walker. Uh, has him at 14. Yeah, Lowe hasn't even heard uh, the consistency until now. Uh, Lowe has him at 14. I have him at 11, and Javar has him at 8. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll just play. I'll just play. Did Javar have him on his team? Uh oh, hold on. Did you say Javar got him at eight? Yeah. Ooh. I don't know about that, but I mean, like we said before, eight to yeah, six to fifteen. Six, six to fifteen is like yeah. Take your pick. Pick. Put one in this week. Put the other one in the next week. Um, Delaney Walker. I got um if if healthy, you know what I'm saying. We all know he missed last year, but if healthy, he he has proven to be Mariota's favorite target. Like. Bar none, like that—that's his guy. Over the last four years, he's—he's he's been in that upper echelon of a hundred plus targets, you know. And like I said previously, like that—that's what you want to look for in a dominant tight end, that ninety plus target. But he's receiving a hundred. Um, we all know that rookie, rookie running, rookie wide receivers don't like take off as soon as they get in the league. So I know everybody's high on AJ Brown. I think maybe toward the end of the year, AJ Brown like starts to break out a little bit, but it's going to take some adjusting. Um, we all are still waiting on that monster year from Corey Davis too. So if this is the year Corey Davis goes crazy, um, third year, could, yep, third year wide receivers. Um, if this is that year for Corey Davis, uh. We can see that um, that hundred target Delaney Walker might go down because I don't see Mariota like flinging the ball all around the field previously. Like I said before, that with that left tackle missing, and I feel like that's one of the most important positions on the offensive line. So you know he'll be like under more discretion than Mariota's already currently under. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I just Ryan Tannehill. The the style of play that the the Titans play is. They want to play an ugly game. They don't care about putting up 30-something crazy points. They want to play hard-nosed defense, run the ball with Derrick Henry, dump the ball off to Delaney Walker, and just, you know, beat you 10 to 7 if that's how they got to do it. And Delaney Walker is going to catch 10, 10 balls. You know what I'm saying? He might get – you know what I'm saying? And that's just, how the, that's just how they win or that's just how they play. So if Delaney Walker comes back healthy, I think he's, he, he has to be back in there until proving that he's not that guy that gets 100 targets again. I know. He's so reliable, bro. Yeah, so faithful. Reliable. He's ain't no sexy pick, man. You ain't gonna get those oohs and ahs when you get him, but I mean, he's a nice little value value pick. Um, late in the, he's going at um eighth eighth pick of the eleventh round, so eleven oh eight. Not bad. I don't know if I said ten targets. That was a little exaggerated. I mean, I meant like six seven. He's gonna get your catches, nigga. I was like, don't you? No, no. Did I say ten catches? Oh, uh, did you? Or maybe not. I don't know. Um, that's a minute. That's a minute that I took a little bit. Earlier. Both of those are too high. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe like, but he's gonna get you like those five. He's gonna get you that five to six target. Um, yeah, and he's a red zone target too. So I don't have the red zone numbers in front of me, but I'm pretty sure he's up there and tight end wise and getting targets in the end zone. Definitely. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about any other of these tight ends. I don't know, no, <laughs> sir, man. I, you know, um, we got a, good, a breakout and sleeper, but we'll we'll go over that on uh, the episode. Oh, yeah, episode. Okay. okay. Okay, I was about to tell him who I just just another honorable mention. Yeah, uh, yeah, but um, nah, let's 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 make it let wait a little bit longer for those. All right, all right. Well, um, without further ado, I think that's the end of this episode. Uh, thank y'all for bearing with us. Another episode. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Tell your friend about us. You know what I'm saying? Spotify. Spotify. We are so now. Oh, we should have started with that, man. Yeah, I mean, we are, we are now on Spotify. We are now on Spotify. I think we just got the papers for Apple, uh, for Apple Podcasting too. Now, just got the confirmation for iTunes. You'll be able to find us on iTunes and Spotify soon. Um, but right now, if, if it doesn't come out in the next day or two, and you listen to this, listen to us on Spotify. If you're listening yeah. to this now, you're probably listening on Spotify. But <laughs> get it. We here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, man. Just Yo, make that's sure so dope. Dog, you know what I'm saying? Follow the brand on Twitter at Fantasy In Session. Fantasy In, just the, the letter in session. Um, and just, you know what I'm saying? We're just going to try to keep pushing the brand forward. Uh, we're getting better and better every episode. Thank y'all for listening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Peace.